Lives Matter is now a racist organization. And I asked the guy, what, how am I racist here when I'm talking about equality? You don't like white people. Are you racist against white people? Well, <laughs> um, holy shit. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> Didn't think I was, but <laughs> fuck, it turns out. It turns out I kind of am, so yeah. Kill Whitey. Oh, that really upset him that the fucking see that the uh, director of the FBI came out and said uh, Antifa's not an organization, it's an idea. They've yeah. come to find out there is no headquarters, there is no leader behind this, and that, that it's just. Well, see, I hate, the, mindset. I hate the fact that they shorted it to Antifa. It stands for anti-fascist, yeah. which means against fascism. And the best argument I see, I'm anti-antifa. Anti-fascist means against fascism. So if you're anti-anti-fascist, that means you're for fascism. <laughs> you, you, you like a little hint of racism and you try to explain that to them, they're like, well, that's not how that works. That's literally how the English language works. <laughs> Holy crap. I'd like to start my morning off with an N-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'd like to start my morning off waking up, looking at my Facebook, and going, fucking white people. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that. I got, I got in trouble on Facebook for saying that. Oh yeah, you, you post up with the meme of the cracker that looks like a snowflake. As this cracker is a snowflake, you get reported and banned in a big hurry. Crazy crackers. Yeah, it's like with currently what's going on with everything. Everyone's overly sensitive about stuff. That's one thing I'm completely sick of. No, oh, I agree. Uh, I fucking hate the world right now on both sides. I don't give a fuck. It, you know, I hate racist people, and then I hate people that are so fucking far on the other side that they're just ruining your own car. Offended by everything. So when it comes down that you take offense to everything in life, holy shit, you're a sad individual. Oh, it makes you gotta find you gotta offense in laugh at some things. Or fucking, if you can't, if you can't laugh, what's the point? Oh shit. But you can't have so many boundaries. <laughs> yeah. You really can't. Too many fucking rules not talking to people. You know, that's really at the end of the day why you can't kill racism. I mean, having competition is good. Keeps <laughs> <laughs> everybody working a little bit harder. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody's striving to be the best. If everybody's fucking equal, then what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have friends that literally, if racism ended, they wouldn't know what to do. They'd be like, um... What do we do now? We hate it on the right uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... that's uh, no, I have a few that probably cry over it if we ended racism tomorrow. They'd be like, oh, my whole life changes on Monday. <laughs> yeah. But that's where you get the people that find offense to everything. When something does change for the better... They sit there and go, okay, now what do we do? Well, let's find something else to get pissed off about. Oh, that's the thing, well, too. Yeah, no, if you eventually... Be happy for a little You're bit. going to run out of things that be mad about, and you're going to make it to a point where people like me don't give a fuck that you're offended. Because I'm almost there anyway. 
Um, but people like me aren't going to give a fuck that you're offended because the way I look at it is you're offended over everything all the time anyway. So what the fuck does it matter? My actions of what I did don't mean any different than, you know, the shit you were bitching about yesterday or you're going to complain about tomorrow. So fucking, yeah, you know, just something to be hung up and pissed off well, about at the moment. That's all I You take the power away from some of these words having such horrific meanings if you can laugh at some shit. It's not so bad if you can... <laughs> so you're saying... I'm not trying to take it So what you're saying is when a black guy gets called the N-word as long as it makes you laugh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. you know, if he's being a dick about it, then he need to be mad, you know, but if he's fucking... It's a punchline and it works, I guess. And... If the, so, if the black guy laughs, you know... We yeah, just then... looked at Dean for when we're supposed to laugh at these racial matters, you know? <laughs> No, no, you pretty much laugh at most of them, but just... <laughs> <laughs> My whole thing, like, if somebody else gets mad about it, then you all right, just stop laughing. Where, where I stand with, like, racism... know in general that racism is bad. Yeah. It's been taught for a long time that racism is bad. There's a whole Someone bunch of people races. I know where I'm from that misses <laughs> that fucking class. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's one of those they things got something a little different. <laughs> that people now have tried to normalize it to the point that oh it doesn't exist. I'm the opposite. You racist? I'm punching you in the face. <laughs> I just that's the way I'm wired. And I'm like, because that's bad and that makes you a bad person. Yeah. But now you got these people like, no, you gotta try to understand that person. No, I do not. That's my mother. No, that's my mother's thinking on everything is we have to break this down to understand this person and why they did this and why their thinking is this way. Like that's my that's the way why? my mind thinks. I don't know. To me, no, it's cut and dry sometimes. They're just shitty people. But, you know, to, to certain people like her, you, you know, they have to dissect what makes them this way. You know, fucking... It is what it is. I don't know. Well, I'm, you know, dissecting and punching them in the face. Yeah. It, it works either way. Um, <laughs> I just... See, later. I, think, <laughs> yeah. I think America... Honestly, would be a better place if, for one day out of the year, you got to be racist. <laughs> you just <laughs> just have a hurt. Yeah, no, yeah, you just have. You a, can't physically hurt it. No, no, there's no violence, but you can say any goddamn thing that pops oh, yeah. in your head. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily partake in this, but I would enjoy going to the grocery store on this oh. day. I'm gonna laugh a lot. <laughs> oh, it's a good day to go fucking bum around like the mall or something. You go to a lot of shops. And that would be like the worst day ever because the stuff that would come out of my mouth, I'd be condemned for years afterwards. But no, I think we would be less hateful people if we just had like, okay. That's the point of the purge. You can't be It's all forgiven. <laughs> you bite your lip all year long, but one day out of the year, you just get to let the shit fly. Well, there's that country that one day a year... If one of your neighbors pissed you off, you need to go kick the shit out of them, and it's legal. And I'm like, I want that. He's a day, Jerry. <laughs> You're going to get it, man. I told your ass 200 days ago. 
Why not? It solves their problems. Cause, and that's the thing. Because if you have, if someone pisses you off at the beginning of the year and you have to wait that entire year and you're still that mad to the point you're going to beat their ass, you've had a long time to plot out what you're going to do to them. And at no, that you're point right. Time, you're right. There's people I've been purging with for years now, honestly. <laughs> Dog shit's on my lawn. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think there's some people I should be able to eliminate now because I've waited longer than a year. I thought you know how to do it. So. Right. I don't know if you're allowed to rack them up, but I don't know if they roll over for years not used. <laughs> well, rationally, you think about it. Every human has a list of this person's done this shit to me. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know if we want to record our who we want to kill this. <laughs> but at this point in time in my life and at my age, my list feels like a five-subject notebook. Because I have this like memory that for some reason don't let me let go of that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that dude in second grade fucking stole my milk. I'm going to break his hand. I'm just... <laughs> I have my list and oh man is it long <laughs> I got to thinking about it the other day boy I need to cut that thing down a little bit because I'm going to be busy if the purge ever happens wow god damn your god would get to work <laughs> your bucket list is different than mine <laughs> yeah it is the, the scene from Jay and Simon Bob Strikes Back you know when they got the yeah. list of people that that's, that's my list of people else. going. I, I got I'll store it on a computer. Going, all right, I'm printing this page out. I'm taking care of this one today. <laughs> I've never actually made a list. I've made other people's lists, but I've never made a list. Well, me and you both made a list. Yeah. Because I'm a musician. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care. We're not that busy here. Oh, cocksucking Zeke wanted to fucking kill us. Yeah. And I'm just like, how do we make the list? And we didn't do it. We, what? <laughs> What, I, what, what band's he playing? The Devil's Rejects? I need to backtrack and figure out fucking what happened there again. Cause it, Cracksmith Devil or something I, like that? I Quicksand Devil. Quicksand Devil, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I actually that How's your career doing, fags? It's... With what's going on, it, it showed a lot of who people actually are. Yeah, I know. Especially like within the <laughs> entertainment industries, man. You look at that stuff, holy crap. There's some people that I admired growing up that I went, wow, he's a real human piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> well, and there. There's fucking. Because a bunch of them are musicians in that too that I see that like. Well, if we're going to support Blue Lives Matter, then that means we've got to hate against Black Lives Matter, and I don't see why that has to, there has to be a rivalry between the two. Like, you know, I should be able to be good to say that, you know, I think most cops are good. I think that there is uh, corruption and issues within the police force and that, that that we need to take care of and readdress and things like that, that there needs to be reform done, but I think that... You know, the same goes for your average protest group. Most of them are good. Then you've got a few out there that are going to be more extreme on things. You know, so why can't you support fucking both? Why do you have to hate one and support the other? I, that I don't. My thing with it is, is every time because then what 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 happens about what's a black cop supposed to do? I mean, he's really fucking torn. 
The entertainment industry and that and saying, oh, we're going to support this or this. Every time a musician comes out and says they support this, or every time an actor comes out and they say they support this, the general overwhelming response is, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You have no right to anything. Well, what gives them less of a right? You their, their job. And, and you know what? You can't say that when you have a current fucking entertainer as president. You yeah. can't say entertainers are allowed to fucking speak their mind. You voted for what? Yeah. <laughs> so you look at that. It doesn't work. And they're like, well, they shouldn't use their platform for it. Why yeah. not? Explain to me why they cannot. What gives them less rights than every other person and everything else? And the other theory on it is they keep telling us to shut the fuck up. What happens when all the musicians shut the fuck up and all the entertainer entertainers go, fuck you, we're done. What are you going to do then? There's going to be a bunch of shitty cover bands out there. <laughs> the cover bands will survive, damn it. Enjoy hearing the same songs. <laughs> yeah, and... The, I think the reason why, honestly, people tell us to shut the fuck up, and I agree with them, we definitely should a little bit, uh, <laughs> is honestly, like, I think people look to the entertainers as, like, a fucking reprieve from yeah. the bullshit, and when you get so invested in it, people are like, just shut the fuck up, I want to hear your music, I want to break from the bullshit, I'm not coming over here yeah. to listen to fucking... You're fucking... And, that's, you know, I think it's, and I think that's a lot why people tell us to shut the fuck up. You know? And I, I think that there's a, a solid difference, though, too. Like, you can separate them. <laughs> like, if you on social media want to express your personal opinions and things like that on your own, whatever, you know. But, <clears throat> you know, to do that at a show, you risk alienating people. You risk a lot of things because fucking tensions have been so fucking bleh and that lately. You know, that they would just be dangerous almost at this point to to do that. And people don't, you know, you, you do. You go to a show, you go to, you watch a game or something like that, honestly. You know, like, I think Kaepernick fucking protesting. And that you did a lot of good making some awareness there. But at the same time, it is your job. And I think that the NFL does have the right to say, hey, you know, they've honestly been pretty supportive about it yeah. at this point. <laughs> but... At the same right, they just the same as any employer to say that you know, don't do it here. And that's is you've got the, with the money that a lot of these other big celebrities do have is you do have a lot of other platforms you can use that you don't have to involve it. Yeah, well, like every band I've been in, like I've always had the rule. Yes, I have been in political punk bands. Yeah, that's something completely. Different. Oh, that's different. And that's so your we have the rule. Like, yeah, I mean, we're there to have fun so everyone else can have fun. Our politics do not enter stage. Yeah. And everything else. And I've had guys in bands, well, I can't believe you're this type of guy and everything else, but I really like your music. Yeah. Then don't follow me on social media. Do not follow me personally. Right. You can follow the band, but know that yeah. this is what I stand for. I don't bring it to my shows. Yeah. And unless you bring it to me and try to start shit with me about it, I'm not going to because everyone's there to have fun. Oh, yeah. Now, if you bring that shit to me and start it with me, Better expect to happen what's gonna happen because I will defend what I believe in. Yeah. So well, it's you know, kinda there's there's this balance you gotta play as a musician or as an entertainer. And like in the comedy world, that balance is there too. You have to play that balance in order to keep the fans you want, but still be personal enough to yourself to be true to yourself and who you are. Yeah. 
to me, musicians and entertainers start losing it when they give up who they are for what everyone else wants. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's fucking big time fucking entertainers out there, musicians, whatever, that I've met in person and very, very disappointed, you know? Oh, yeah. And, but I still love their music, you know? Fucking still... The singer from Trap. You know, (laughs) fucking... Uh, hey, Trapped, you can listen to fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, one of you have a cool grandmother I met at the fucking... That was really cool, so kudos to your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> we all took turns on her. <laughs> well, that took a turn, actually. <laughs> <laughs> She's a real sweet lady. <laughs> the Gmail thing? Yeah. <laughs> we don't kick shame. <laughs> Whatever you're into, that's not good. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yeah, now fuck them guys. Who cares about them guys? <laughs> it, it's one of those things, if you do take a personal stand, expect the backlash. Yeah. Always expect oh, yeah. the backlash. That's where it comes in a matter of, do you have any integrity as a person to accept that backlash and say, I don't care? this is what I believe, or do you crumple and go, well, I guess, you know, whatever, I'm just not going to believe that way, I'm going to do what I'm told. I've always had a problem with authority, Yeah. and people tell me to do something that I don't want to do, oh, they've got the giant kiss my ass every time, (laughs) and I'm just like... This is who I am. I don't really care if you like it or dislike it. It's up to you. People's opinions do not matter to me. Because it's a fucking opinion. There's no fact in an opinion or anything else. Because if you put fact in there, then it stops being an opinion and becomes a fact. No, that's my problem. just that. That's my problem with the news oh. these days. Is, oh, you know Jesus. what? People There's watch so the news, take what they want from it, and make their own fucking story or their own spin. And, well, and because that's what their opinion is. So they think that that has to be what the news was, you know, meaning and that's to say. Or, half of what they report anymore is their fucking his opinion. It's not just giving you the, the facts. That's why people don't trust it anymore either. Because... Do you have different news outlets that lean left, lean right, and everybody knows which is which and that there, so one side's automatically discredited as being a liar all the time. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and it, it's one of those things that no matter what you do, in reporting, there's going to be, the story's going to be told from a point of view oh, of yeah. that reporter or whatever. You can't really stop that. But when you take someone's opinion as a fact... And that opinion corrupts your morality. As far as your morals, it's like, yeah, my opinion, I know morally this is wrong, but this is my opinion, so I'm going to stick with it. No, you you just done fucked up. Well, that's what they, you know, they'll make a whole hour fucking show now based off of everybody's opinion over one fucking possible fact. Maybe not even fucking 100% confirmed yet, but that just is one fucking rumor, whatever, this is... One fucking, that's topic that they're going to go off of fucking for an hour on their opinion. There's maybe one actual fact getting throughout that whole thing. One piece of news. <laughs> I, I'm at the age now where I get into documentaries. I enjoy it too. 
I'm still a gay drawing out of porn. You can balance both. It's a, <laughs> some of the documentaries. Be a good documentary about porn, David. Some of the documentaries you watch, I remember as a kid watching some of them with my dad about the same subject. Watched a documentary that was made like two years ago about the same exact same subject, and it was completely different. I'm like. That's what? <laughs> That's what he says when it just came out about the Challenger. I want to watch it. it. Looks good. I can tell you how it ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember. <laughs> I, was in, I was in school in Minden, Nebraska, and we got pulled into the library to watch the Challenger blow up. Yeah. And I was Is like, that how they advertised <laughs> it? Get in here, guys. <laughs> Did they know something was about to happen? Oh, well, they came yeah. in, and everybody, and the teacher was like really, really like super sad. Yeah. And I'm like, your dog died or something? <laughs> what the hell's going on? They pulled us to the library and we're like, we're going to show you something. It could be really hard for you to handle. It blew up. And I was like, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> and the teacher's looking at me like, demented little shit. And I'm just like, there's a spaceship that blew up. I mean, that's cool shit. Have you guys seen Star Wars? It's cool shit. Yeah. Remind you of a child? See, I had a teacher like that because uh, when 9 11 happened, like, we had TVs in our classroom, so they turned on all the TVs because we didn't really know what was happening. And then like the other plane like flew into the building and my teacher like freaked the fuck out. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm like, is there a point to why we're watching? Like I didn't know anything about the World Trade Center, like what they even did there. Like I just thought this was a really shitty place to land a plane fucking at a time. I remember watching that happen and then going, I know why we're here now, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Yeah, it's, they're going to spin it however they want to spin it, and it's up to people to formulate some form of opinion on it, so it's expected. Right. But if you're going to do that, look at the facts from all the points of view and go, all right, everything I read here, about an eighth of it might have some truth to it. Now, I'm going to narrow it down from yeah. those of what sounds more truthful yeah. than... And that's the thing, is that as a average person, you do have to take some responsibility out of yourself, put in a little bit of fucking work, Google a fucking something, oh, like so a time or two, you know, that you can cool. find, yeah, it's pretty fucking easy to find some answers out there, you know, it, educate yourself a little bit, fucking, especially before you share stupidity, fucking thing. Well, like that. I don't need no education. <laughs> Please stop. Please <laughs> just stop sharing stupidity. Fucking. Here's the thing that we should all fucking realize in life. None of us mean fucking anything. We're all useless cunts, okay, to this fucking thing we call life. So to think that anybody gives a fuck about you or your fucking opinion at the end of the day, you're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. You know what? Just go about your day. Mind your own business. Shut the fuck up. Raise your kids. Take your vitamins. And say some goddamn prayers. You'll be all right. Yeah, brother. That's a problem. You know, everybody fucking thinks that their opinion matters. Fucking, you know. That's why we're politically fighting like this. Fucking everybody thinks that... that I give a shit that you're voting for Trump. No, I don't. I don't give a shit that you're voting for Trump. I think you're a fucking retard. But I don't give a shit that you're voting for Trump. Fucking, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you shouldn't care that I'm voting for Biden. I remember back in the day, 
when you didn't know who the fuck anybody was voting for. People just shut the fuck up. They went to the goddamn polls. At worst, you might have one asshole in your neighborhood that had a sign in their you know, their yard. The scary thing with is that you can't even debate facts with people anymore because fucking it's it's fake news that they don't want to fucking believe it, even though it whether or not it's. You, know, you just said Ruben the most fast. fascinating thing yeah, I've ever and, heard. <laughs> you can't debate facts. What is there well, to debate for a fact? Well, and that's, it's a fact. That's the issue is that you know, fucking. Well, that's you have such that cult following now, though, that people will absolutely ignore. Fact. Case that. point, all right, the Woodward tapes just come out. The Trump literally saying that this virus was way fucking worse, and he looked down, played all this shit. Do you see anybody fucking in an upper? Oh my God! Let's get our mask on now, fucking. This, our fucking supreme leader fucking said fucking it was real shit fucking way back in March now, fucking. You know that's no, they still. It, yeah, no, that's still. Yeah, fucking. Our supreme oh, leader. Yeah. What book is Trump gonna have you guys read next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. She hasn't told us yet. <laughs> when, when, when you like, for me on social media, I post a lot of memes. Just, yeah. just memes. Because I have found out, Trump-tardians, as I like to call them, <laughs> think memes are fact. And I'm like, when you're really, yeah, that stupid... You're talking about a picture with ten words on them. Yeah, they're going to yeah. go off of that as fact. There's not a whole lot of reading we got to do here. <laughs> See, and I'll, I'll post a meme about the fact that I hate Trump. There, there is no secret about it. I hate the man. He's a piece of shit. And I'll just post up a little thing like, yeah, I don't value a Trump supporter's opinion. By the end of the day, I've had at least 20 death threats. And I'm like, wow, because I don't. <laughs> what gets me is when you can't even make a joke, though. Like, I got, I had, a, like, a friend that's known me since I was a kid. Get fucking mad at me over fucking posting a fucking meme. It was a picture of a cop in a boat, and he's shooting at the water, and it says, when cops find out that there's a black sea out there, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's funny. And I didn't put the caption. Just kidding, you know, fucking. And got like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm making a fucking, I'm not making any statement. It was a fucking joke. Like, <laughs> just sit back and laugh, fucking. It's funny. Well, that's the thing is, you know, like on the comedy end of things, it, this is what your fucking, you know, your your PC movement and everything else has done in a way is now you have it to where, okay, like as a comedian, you can't make fun of, I shouldn't use the word make fun of, you, you can't make jokes about gays, you can't make jokes about other races, you can't make jokes about this or that because that's offensive. But now on the other level, on the other side, you have, you can't make jokes about Trump, you can't make jokes about Republicans, you can't make jokes because they get, they get equally offended the same way as, you know, people on the right or on the left would get offended if you made a gay joke. It's gay culture, both sides. No, but see, this is where you kill comedy is, you know what, I've done comedy, we sit down at a table, I know gay comedians, I know black comedians, I know all different types of people. We can sit down at a table and make fun of each other, just like we're sitting right now, you know, we can make fun of each other's race, we can make fun of each other for being gay, and we can all laugh about it. But we take that to a stage and put it in front of an audience. Now the audience wants to be fucking mad because they want to feel validated that they have a fucking... It's about them. You know, it's about how they fucking feel. Yes. 
Not realizing that we're all fucking friends. We all bust no, each and, other's balls and, over this shit and all that's the time. Where, as, you know, as a fan going to shows and things like that, you need to do the same thing <laughs> that most people are bitching at entertainers do. Leave your fucking politics at the yeah. door. Enjoy the show. Fucking joke. Yep. Enjoy the jokes about it. You know what? Fucking... Whatever, you don't want fucking that entertainer spouting off there. You know what? Fucking... There's a difference between a joke and pushing rhetoric. And that fucking... You know, it, because there's plenty fucking to make fun of on both sides. Well, exactly. <laughs> like and the comedy no shortage of fucking morons and stupidity to fucking point out from both sides. So, with you know, it, comedy, <laughs> they forget how long we've made fun of our presidents. And no matter if Trump wins in November or if he loses in November, we're going to continue to make fun of Trump. Or guess what? We'll make fun of the next guy or next woman in line. Being president is four to eight years of being roasted, for yeah, sure. Guys like you know, Harvey that were the best at doing it. They got invited to the White House for being so good at it. The president, well, you know what, I can take a joke, so, you know, fucking... Well, same thing with Obama, whether you yeah. liked him or not. The dude could handle a joke. He oh, could yeah. handle criticism without fucking completely losing his shit. But he was much better at it, for sure, you know. Good guy. Look at Obama. Oh, but, First oh, black president. You don't think Bush people were jumping on that to make fun of yeah. jokes? You know, oh. it broke themselves. You know, oh, that's the same. Like I said, well, Bush Jr. But like, I mean, fucking come on. He had a foot in his mouth is for eight years straight. Fucking, yeah. and it was just great material for fucking comedians, and they did not take it easy on him. <laughs> oh no, no, you know, they and, did not. And that dude took it, man, like a champ. Yeah, like, I mean, fucking say what you want about him. That dude fucking was thick-skinned, and he didn't fucking cry about it on fucking TV. He didn't cry about it on fucking Twitter. Didn't tell people to stop watching the NFL. And fucking <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> with his intelligence level, do you think he could have figured out Twitter? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the whole time they're making fun of him, I don't think he was if realizing yes, that I they're do. making fun of him. Okay, <laughs> if Trump figured it out, yes, I think that Bush Jr. can do it. <laughs> You know, there, there's always <laughs> people gotta yeah. look at context. I mean, somebody shit. made it set them up for it. Be like, here, just type in whatever shit you want, president. Yeah. <laughs> people gotta start looking Ooh, at, at context of words, you know, and really what's offensive and what's worth getting offended over. Oh, because every and new term, we've got so many new terms that are coming up now. Like, I don't know slang anymore. We don't need the. I don't know fucking slang anymore. Oh, like, I'm so afraid <laughs> to say certain things because, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not up to date on stuff. So no. Like, mm-hmm. All this shit that our kids but, talk, I don't know none of this. Yeah. You know, like uh, I get confused by that crap, like uh, the yeet thing yeah, and everything I, else. I, I think I just like, finally hell, figured man. that one out. What that means? See, yeet is too close to skeet for me. I don't know. <laughs> if I, I don't want my kids. I think it's sort of similar to that. Yeah. I, basically, my understanding is just say like like a fast movement of some sort, like a. <laughs> so I mean, I guess yeah, you can. Junior age, you show it just fast moving. Right, I, mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's the best I understand it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh... <laughs> I don't understand half of it. And like, I love the text messages where they just put abbreviations. I'm used to a lot of abbreviations. I'm looking at these things going, "What the hell does this mean?" And then people want a response. I'm like, I have no idea how the hell to respond to this. Right? <laughs> I get on Google, look the shit up, and go, I hope that's right. Because if it's this one, that I'm worried. <laughs> so that's you just send Morris code back. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually done. I had someone uh, text me the other day. He goes, "This is my new number," and I was like, "That's nice. Who is this?" <laughs> well, you know who it is. 
No, I don't. No, I'm here for you back to my last question. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's arguing with me and telling me, well, he goes, that's not what you were saying earlier and stuff. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> so, that's not what you were saying last night. <laughs> it went on for like an hour. This guy kept texting me, and I'm like, dude, seriously, I'm a guy. And I took a picture of myself, said it to him, and he's like, oh, shit, wrong number. I was like, yeah. I've been telling you for an hour of you texting me, going, dude, you got the wrong number. You're like, no, no. <laughs> Just playing hard to get, aren't you? <laughs> no, you texted me last night. He was, hey, man, what's up to you? And I'm like, what the hell, man? I thought we kind of had a connection. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that the chick I was trying to contact uh, gave me this number. And I'm sold. <laughs> Wasn't what I expected, but you know, it's cool. If the guy, if the guy's like you know, lonely and crap, I'll talk to him. <laughs> but other than that, see, I think that's I, even weird. Talk dirty to you. <laughs> Why not? As you far know. as it goes, <laughs> I got about five or ten minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I might start an OnlyFans thing. Hey, get a hold of me on here. <laughs> Anything to make a buck, man. <laughs> Well, we are going to be on OnlyFans. We're, we're going to put this on there. Oh, <laughs> you little slut. <laughs> Do well. Well, what does it say? You're a musician if you're in one band. If you're two bands, you're just a whore. <laughs> well, I'm not a whore anymore. Slut, little slutty <laughs> McSlut face over here. <laughs> we try not to slut chain too bad. but <laughs> uh, Dude, as musicians, we are whores. <laughs> Man, we bust our ass like hell and do all this shit. And then we put it out there for, like, a cheap street corner hooker that's been rode by a thousand dudes right before you would charge you. That's what everybody can play with. <laughs> yeah. So we're throwing our lives out there for everybody. And we get paid enough to not even really give a fuck about our lives. Exactly. Who's driving us to write music? <laughs> we make so much money, we don't even give a fuck about our lives. Yeah. <laughs> put a price tag on that shit. <laughs> but we heard, you know, prostitution is the oldest job in the book. Musicians have been doing that too. as well, so... Yeah, yeah well, well it, that, that's one thing that prostitution has up on the musicians. Musicians yeah. are not reception. No, partners. no, they they will find other work. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't seen anybody risking their own that to go see a cover band. <laughs> I've seen a lot of empty street corners still, so <laughs> I'm guessing them girls are doing just fine. So at some point in time, there's going to be a bunch of bearded guys walking on street corners. 20 bucks! <laughs> Let me play you a song! Yeah. Oh, I've considered a little van handling just to get out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> well, doing the whole busking thing, it's kind yeah. of the same thing. Yeah. Hey, we used Buskers. to know a girl that did busking and blow jobs on the side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. animal side bait better. Fucking. <laughs> uh, not for her. No. She's <laughs> one hell of a busker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that girl could bust the shit out of a street corner, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Kind of a nasty horror, though. <laughs> Didn't suck dick for shit. <laughs> I 
honestly, with musicians, that's one thing no one thinks about during this pandemic. You see all the crap constantly. Save our venues. Right. Save them. Yeah. I'm no, only one, go the ahead. only one guy. Yeah. Who's go that? ahead and save the fuckers, but when there's no musicians to play in the venues... Well, they just turn into strip clubs. Yeah. That's when they move the whores. Yeah. Yeah. The whores come in doing their behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's how they replace us. You know, save it so we can turn this into a strip club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of it don't make sense in the end of it. We have a place yeah. like that here in Omaha. You know, on the weekends we bust bands in, and through the week we sell pussy in the parking lot. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what place I'm talking about if you live here. <laughs> you can mix them both up on the weekend, but. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, no, there's not a lot to save musicians in that because that's is it. With yeah, bands where you do have four or five fucking different people and that together, all kind of counting on each other, and then all have different things that you have to consider with different health issues or whatever, and that shit keeps bands from being able to play right now with fucking everything that's going on, fucking let alone a lot of venues not even being fucking open, and that so you know if for musicians that fucking this is how you made your living in that fucking if you can't do that you do have to give up what you're doing so if you want this. You know, these bands, these art and things like that to be around. Go buy their stuff online or something. Yeah. My, my thing is with it, like, when I brought this to a venue, I was like, they asked us to go play a show for free. Busted. Podcast. Oh. Right? And I was yeah, like, yes. no, <laughs> we will not play a show for free. They're like, well, you got to save the venue. <laughs> We're not playing a show for free whether we got to save your damn venue or not. Because we're musicians. They play a free show for Save the Whales. Yeah. <laughs> fucking doing Save a Venue? Fuck and, off. And their exact response is, well, you're a musician. You just go get another job. And my response to them, they did not like it. I was like, and you're a venue owner. You could just go get another job. Yeah. See how that works? You get to split your time in between what you want to do and a job that you hate. Just, you should have to do the same. You want to make it work, keep it fair across the board. Yeah. And it, it, it's a true statement. Don't treat us differently just because we play music and expect us to keep giving with nothing in return. It don't work that way. Yeah. No, they, See, I think, like, a lot of them, though, like, you know, it gets to a point where venues, they, like, right now, they don't have money. To, yeah. to really get out, you know, and the way to make money is kind of hard, you know, you're most of the time you're playing for the door right now. And I think, like, a lot of the sales pitch would be better if the venues were like, hey, uh, why don't you, you know, come work for the door, you know, if you want to see the business get back to where it was, where we oh. can give money, please understand you got to kind of roll with us through the, the hard times right now. Oh, there's a better pitch of working but, together, for uh, sure. Oh, yeah. That, that's the whole thing. That's what I've pitched the whole time. It's you just know. working together. Because that's the thing. Yeah. Is, you know what? If venue owners are really honest, they sat down with bands and said, you know what? We would like to be able to give you this guarantee. We're not close to being in the ballpark of doing that right now. But if you help us get through these dark times, then we'll get back to, you know, things normal would pay on, on that end. You know, hopefully, you know, most of these venues would be all right and be able to stay in business. But... You know, a lot of them, 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's, is it because putting your neck out there for people? That's still not a guarantee that that place is going to be around next year. Well, yeah, because it is such a recession in the whole entertainment industry. You, the, yeah, the entertainer and the venues, they all need to be able to, whenever there's a show of any sort being performed, they should be able to all get something out of it. And, yeah. and that's where I do agree that I, I see that venues saying that, hey, you know, we can't guarantee shit. And they can't because you don't know <laughs> one day to the next even what you're going to be allowed to fucking have in. And that fucking, you don't know if. In a month, fucking things are getting shut down and shit's canceled. So it's, I mean, it's been really hard to navigate through that for for them as well. But um, that's where, yeah, you know, at least doing something, you know, fucking, you get the door for now, you know, sell your merch and shit there, fucking make your money there. It's probably the, you know, the best thing that fucking they can offer right now. Sell some pussy in the parking. It's that money out of the parking lot, fucking. Hey, not again. For me, it's. Because it's not just me I have to consider. Yeah. I have a family, you know, and stuff. I get sick, I end up dying, my family's gonna suffer. Yeah. You're the same way, Danny's the same way. We're all that that same person. Why would we go risk everything? Because that's your life without a payoff. You go into the military, even when you go into battles when you get paid more. Yeah. And that's simple. They're like, oh yeah, you're risking life. Well, you're doing the same damn pay. thing. You yeah. know, <laughs> we need our hazard pay. <laughs> I get I get both sides to it. I get you know, the payday, but at the same time, I get that, like, you know, for me right now, you know, me personally, sitting at home and doing nothing isn't really uh, doing much for me mentally. Oh, I agree. So yeah. that's where, like, really, there is a payoff for me just going and doing, like, having one night of fucking shit back to normal a little bit or... Not really normal, but as close to, I guess you can get to it. Because no matter what, they're still not normal. You know, fucking, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but it'll be, whether or not I, I perform a show tomorrow or late 2021, it'll be a long time before I ever shake your hand, give you a hug, fucking any of that bullshit. Oh, yeah, and that's just... That, that shit's smart. gone out the window for a long time. And, you know, so I mean, no, going out and playing a show, it's not necessarily normal. It's packing on, packing off, going home. Fucking... It's not... A, it's not the same normal feel that we normally get. No, that's totally hanging with friends, right? hanging yep. with, you know, the people that came that's, out to the show. Fucking... It is just well, kind of about, you know, getting out and, you know, the, well, the hell, form you there beforehand and hang out, you know, with people that before you get on, fucking watch other bands and stuff like that. <laughs> right, and, you know, Can't that leave. that's a long time away. Can't you know, really fucking, do, yeah, you know, that's not uh, something you reasonably do and feel safe. Yeah, so, it's... Hey, that's, that's the ultimate thing, is being, you know, people feeling safe with whatever you're doing and that, so... You know, that's where, you know, you, I, I understand that. As a venue, you want your entertainers and you want your fucking, you want your, uh, your, your patrons to all be safe. You, you want your regulars coming back again tomorrow. You want them coming yeah. back the next week. You don't want them to get homesick. And that, that's, you know, why, you know, venues really do need to work hard to make sure that they are keeping things as clean as possible and taking 
every precaution that you can. Because that's how we're going to keep stuff open. Well, see, it's like, I and agree, I, I agree that's, that's the thing. Like, nobody the, liked the, the, thing of, the thing of it is, is nobody liked everything shut down. So, if wear the fucking mask. You know what? Whether it works, I don't know. Fucking, we'll find out. But do it for now, because guess what? If fucking it does, things will open back up fucking more and more and get back to some form of normal. Here's my opinion. No, because see, that's that's where things are wrong, though, right now. Is, you know, <laughs> things are going back to normal. Three days ago, Omaha lifted the, the band. Oh, know, Omaha. We're back to having normal shows. We're back to having... But, have but that, here, no, that here's where people though, have that. to be smart. Is... Okay, if you're an entertainer that books your own shit, or you are an entertainer who has a manager that books your shit, you need to take control with that venue. Now, by taking control, do I mean that you have control of what happens at that venue three months before the show? No, you don't. Do you have control of what happens in that venue the night before? No, you don't. But you're going to take the control to make sure that the day of your show... That fucking venue's gonna be clean. There's gonna be clean fucking tables. There's gonna be disinfected wipes. There's gonna be a clean fucking stage. Yeah. The stage is getting disinfected. Shit like that. Guess what? You can't make anybody wear a mask. We're over that. The U.S. government can't make them. So if you think you as a fucking person can, you're a fucking idiot. Get out of here with that. So the best you can do as an entertainer is to make the safest environment possible. Now here's where you get off on keeping things safe right from the get-go. Don't be an asshole that's all bent up about people not wanting to come out to your show. People don't want to come out. Understand, okay, we're not going to get butthurt about it. We're going to accept who comes out. We're not going to be the band that goes on social media the next day and cries about, oh, fucking nobody came out. No, you know what? Thank the ones that did. Don't be hung up on that shit right now. But right now, take the responsibility. You can't fucking guarantee any venue I don't care where you live at in the country or around the world you can't guarantee your safety at any venue unless you take the responsibility and try to make it that much more safer oh, yeah. You know, there are some things, you know, no, now some of the smaller venues and they obviously can't do them in that, but like there's some really cool things that, you know, other places are doing, they're doing in other countries and that, like they've got those like six, eight person like metal platforms and they're like kind of, uh, they've got bars around them and everything, they're spaced out about 10 foot apart and then like really cool, like they could do something, nah, I, I understand there's cost in there, but like no, fair would be a great place. There, there's not just cost that. in there, there's not just but, cost uh, in there, there's also realistic thinking. Okay, now I, I'm not trying to well, dog that. I'm not trying to dog that idea at all. But it's not just that. It's also it goes back to safety once again. Because okay, let's be honest. We both we've all been to big outdoor concerts where you have twenty thousand people. Yeah. Okay, now if you had them platforms, I don't know how many platforms you could honestly put in an outdoor venue and how many people you, you could still pack a few thousand people in there for sure. Now here's my thing. It's okay, that's great. Everybody's separated for the show. Mm-hmm. We all gotta go to our cars. Oh, yeah. So what, what was the fucking point of keeping us separated for three hours during the show? You had the same when issue coming in and that with a oh. big mass number of people and that. You had the same issue coming That's the, like you're gonna have a football game. Not and really, that, though. That, that's why I believe that things should be done in a smaller is because venue. Is because everybody's gonna come in that fucking door and that. And but that's why I believe... People. 
outside. Well, he had like an outdoor festival, I would say, the West Fair. And that they were to actually do, you know, whatever. And that fucking, uh, you have a line of people. We've gone fucking, and you stand in line, fucking, you know, to get in. Fucking, you know, it's the same thing as getting out, you know. It's right. Like, yeah, you're gonna be, you're not gonna have everybody, you know. There is no way to make any situation perfectly safe. That, it boils down to how safe do you feel. Yeah. Now, when it comes down to it, you can control everything you want there, but you don't have complete control because the venue owner has control. Now, it's the venue owner has to be open and straightforward with everyone from the beginning. I've experienced that that's not always the case. No, and, and that's... And then it, it's walking into a situation where you know, going, this is not going to happen. This creates a really unsafe environment that could possibly cost everyone's lives. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that that's, I mean, you run that risk. And even at the outdoor thing, any you event, played that outdoor show, you and it was where scary. you might be exposed to other. Oh, people. everybody that, that I know that's that, gotten COVID is all from outdoor shows. There's always that yeah. selfish fucking asshole that will fucking spite the fact that they're not feeling well or anything else. Will ignore it and go do what they want to do. You know, it's fucking same thing as fucking. You know, parents are gonna send their kids to school right now. Yeah. With symptom and that fucking because it is a form of daycare, and that fucking so it's the same thing fucking. Yeah, you know you're you'll have people people are gonna do what they want to do still. That's you will have people that will be a a risk no matter where you go, whether it's going in the gas station, whether it's fucking at the grocery store, whatever fucking you know. And I think as far as people catching it, I, I do. I'm sorry. I think a lot of people catching it at shows, especially entertainers. I don't think they're catching it on stage. I'd be surprised about that. I think they're catching it by going and fucking mingling. It's just all triggered to being outdoors. You know, you well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Like no, that. but here's my thing. It, okay, or if we're playing shows but outdoors, if, do people let their guard down and become extra stupid oh, towards I, it? I, I think so. I mean, I think yeah. you're probably well, going to have most people. You know what? I would rather play outside. I would rather play indoors for 45 minutes and know that the second I'm done, I need to leave here than to have a false hope in the back of my head that, hey, we're outdoors, let's all go fucking hug each other. Oh, no, I like, still had the same idea of playing outdoors, and now I need to fucking play, fucking go, fucking that's And it. here's the thing about right. these outdoor shows, and even the one yeah. that you played out there in Lincoln, I've seen pictures of it. Yeah. All that is is putting people outdoors. You're not socially distancing yeah. fucking nope. people. No, people are wearing masks. People are being safe. You know? That's what they're telling these fucking grocery stores are out telling their fucking clerks, you know what? Because people are freaking out and acting so fucking crazy about mask fucking yeah. rules in stores now they're telling me you know what just let, let it go fucking don't try to enforce it don't fucking argue with people yeah. and that because we don't want our employees getting hurt by fucking encouraging people to wear a mask the downside is okay now you have to put yourself at risk because you don't want to engage with this person so you have to let yep. them come into your fucking business and fucking spew fucking jerks all over like going to Exactly. Oh crap! 
this is the way people are. Yeah. There is nothing safe about that. When I go play a show and I have to go sign a waiver that if I get sick and die, I will not sue the owner of the band yeah. for it. I'm just like, that's you just admitting <laughs> that you know it's not going to be safe. That's the problem. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I won't play a show that I don't put together because you know what? I guarantee you, out of the amount of time that I've spent booking shows, I'm going to put more effort into keeping your fucking ass safe than anybody yeah. else in this fucking world. Well, so you've got a better perspective being on both sides and that being an artist and that that fucking yeah. understands what kind of requirements would go into keeping a clean environment the best we could yeah. for the performers. So you do, and that's the thing is that fucking, I will say to give some fucking venue owners a little bit of a fucking pass is that they don't, they've never been a musician and that, so they don't know fucking, yeah. you know. Well, it's, it's you know, See, a lot of them. Uh, but that's where you should is, be taking advice from some though as well. If you book a show, I trust way. you with that aspect. I don't trust the venue owner because. But see, that's, that's why that's why I don't put the power into the venue owner and actually doing the cleaning. I don't put that in their hands. That's in ours. That's in mine. Fucking, I'm gonna make sure that's done. Not, I would never expect a business owner to go and do that. That's my idea. That's my way of keeping somebody safe. You don't say, you know, it goes back to the old saying: if you want something done right, you do it yourself. Well, that's it. Don't don't point don't point to yeah. the business owner and say, hey, I want you to do this. No, if you want it done, you want to make sure it's done, you go and do it yourself. You oh. get your hand dirty and you fucking yeah, and make sure that you, you, you got it done. Mind yeah. that it was, you know that it was done right now. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, somebody came and fucking so no matter what you've done right, that vineyard can go, well, no, these people don't have to do that because these are this and this and this. And you could go to that venue owner and say, they can't do that. And he'll just look at you and go... I own the place. Right, and then we'll we'll have a conversation on who owns it tomorrow after I reported you to the city. I, yeah. I don't play games, it's, man. It's you know what? This is this is a that, business station. This is a business, and guess what? It's well, not it's not a fuck around business. Yeah. This isn't well, a business where you know, I play fucking games. You're dealing with the health issue at the same time, yeah. trying to deal with it, fucking. You know that's why. Yeah, you gotta. I am all. I am all good so with. Much, Keeping the friendships and everything else with venues and everything, but when when you want to test uh, me on that level, fucking, I'll remind you that fucking you only own this place because I haven't turned you in yet. Yeah. So you know, I mean. Yeah, it, it's. And it's, most of the time, guess what? You don't have to do that. Most of the time, you don't even have to do that because really, uh, most of these venues are gonna work. With whoever the fuck, whatever they ask them to do. You know what? If you book a show, you book a show anywhere tomorrow and you just book the date and you don't put any effort into keeping yourself safe, yeah. you deserve to get sick because you didn't take them steps. To, you, you went with what the venue was going to do. Yeah. You put your life into the venue's hands. Yeah. Now, if you're going to book a show, do the work, keep yourself safe there. That's what I'm saying. You can't go off of... These venues saying, oh, we disinfected everything. I didn't oh, see it. I, I didn't said, fucking see it. No matter what, I'm, yeah. I'm taking my own shit and spraying my own stuff. Yeah, that doesn't stuff. matter to me. You, you can know, say you like did all that shit. You, no, that's what I'm just saying. For, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm, I know I'm still taking my own microphone, my yeah. own mic stand and stuff. I'm not using other people's shit. 
you know, fucking... And good God, you know what? Here's the thing. If you're working with bands, fucking we just had to cancel a show. Before we canceled the show, I kicked two fucking bands off of the show because they were goddamn anti-maskers. Okay? Don't work with people that are fucking going against your cause that want to fucking get you sick. Okay? Tell them, motherfuckers. You're not welcome. Plain and simple. Fuck your friendship with them, guys. Fuck whatever you got going on. Put the fucking show before... You know, you can't put other people's fucking health at risk over fucking, oh, this is my buddy, fucking, so I'll let him get a pass without wearing a mask. No, because you know what, fucking, your buddy could be risking fucking getting X amount of people fucking sick. You know, it, it's, it's not worth it. That's where you have to put those things in my aside studio, and be professional and say, there's fucking, four bands you know, at practice in my more. studio. <laughs> now, all the four bands, I knew everyone in those four bands, I knew basically what they had contact with because they're all very straightforward with me about that. Yeah. And like the guys at Top Notch, when they came in and practiced, every one of them was wearing masks and everything else. They just dealt with it. Crack Mountain did the same thing. It's a rule I have. It's just like, no. Because like with Crack Mountain, I know the guys, but I don't know what all of what they do or anything else. I spend an hour out there disinfecting everything after they've practiced. And now it's just got to that point where people are being so irresponsible. That I had to tell the other bands basically, no, get out. Yeah. I can't have people there anymore, you know, because of this stuff. And they're choosing to do this. It affects everybody on a level. Yeah. You know, and it's like... I, I can't risk that because I know what happens if I get it. Yeah. And everything else. And I'm just like, yeah, no. Well, we got we got four minutes before we got to go. I don't know why it's doing this way. Aw. It's weird. Well, hey, you guys want to wrap up with anything before we fucking are kicked off? <laughs> I think fat titties are cool. Neat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Alright, well, until next week, folks. Catch you later. Oh, the satanic Jew.